My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Club podcast, a podcast where I guide you in taking control of your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Canada, from Toronto. I teach the American accent, and I live down in the country, Mexico. Beautiful place, incredible people, delicious food, totally worth checking out, Mexico. And living in this country, Mexico, I've had the opportunity to make some great changes in my life, some healthy changes, eating better, getting up at a good time with the sun. It's a lot easier to get out of bed in the morning when it isn't negative 20 degrees outside. Mornings in Mexico are actually quite a pleasant thing. Nice and relaxed, slow-paced, the smell of your neighbor's tacos cooking for breakfast. Now, getting up early in the morning is a great habit that I'm happy to have fit in my life because it allows me to take care of my personal needs before I need to take care of those of other people, students. And this morning while I was going through my morning routine, I considered some of the words that I would use to describe what I was doing, putting on some coffee, taking a jog. And I realized to myself, a lot of these other folks out there probably have similar routines. They're just not sure of what words describe what they're doing best. So folks, I want to give you the words necessary to take on your morning routine and get a head start on each day. That goes to say that we are going to look at a ton of phrasal verbs, a few idiomatic expressions, a lot of great words to describe what we do in the morning most effectively. Now, just before we get into that, I'd like to remind you folks that I am an accent coach, and if you are interested in learning from me, make sure that you send me a message on social media. I'll tell you some details about how we can get started right away. Now, if you don't have time to set a schedule and take a class once or twice a week, I understand. Folks are busy, and for this reason, I have prepared a video course for you to learn how the letter T changes in its sound. Sometimes we get a strong T, sometimes we get a bit of a weaker T. Listen to this word, title, title, the title of this show, Accent Training Podcast, title. Notice the first T in there makes a strong T sound, whereas the second makes a T. Kind of a flap tee, as we call it. If you want to learn all about these and get some great materials to help you adapt to them, make sure that you check out the link in the description and learn to harness your spoken English. And beyond that, this podcast is available on a wide range of different apps. The one request I have from you, if nothing else, is make sure that you give this show a thumbs up, you give it a like, and make sure that you hit subscribe. You want to like and subscribe. This allows more and more people to find the show, and we make sure that we get to share this wealth of knowledge with people all around the world. I always love having new students and new listeners, so make sure that you like, subscribe. If nothing else, this is going to help more people find this show. Okay, now that I've got my plug in, I've told you what you can do for me. Let me show you what I can do for you. 
And listen closely as we talk about some new vocabulary, phrasal verbs, and idioms. So let's see what we're working with here. What's the first thing to happen in the morning? What would you folks say is the first thing to happen in the morning? This is even before you're awake. Your alarm goes off. Alarm goes off. Right there, right off the bat, we've got a phrasal verb. Alarm goes off. This is to say that your alarm buzzes or sounds. It goes off. Now, isn't that strange? We say the alarm goes off, but of course your alarm is, in fact, activating. And it's, it's turning on. It's not going off. It's turning on. Now, here's a bad habit that I got in the mornings. Sometimes my alarm goes off, and I've got this habit of hitting snooze. You hit snooze. You say, not yet alarm, I'll hit snooze. Snooze. Snooze is the button that gives you an extra 10 minutes. A snooze is just a brief nap. Not even a good rest, just a brief nap. And so you hit snooze, and it means just 10 more minutes. Please, just 10 more minutes. Now, folks, I have heard this, that the snooze button is called the dream killer. Because when you hit that snooze button, you're giving up time, which you could be using to take care of yourself in the morning. And if you don't take care of yourself properly in the morning, how are you going to reach your dreams? Right? So the snooze button is the dream killer. This kills your dreams. You got to get up. You got to take care of yourself. When the alarm goes off, do not hit snooze. Do not hit snooze. What I recommend is that you get up. Now, a nice little expression that you could say is up and at them. Up and at them. I tell myself that in the morning sometimes. Up and at them. Up and at them is what you're saying. But what you're literally saying is get up and start moving. Up and at them, folks. Let's go. Up and at them. It's another way of saying get up, get moving. You can tell it to yourself. Okay, up and at them. Let's go. And so now, in my case, I get up. I do my best not to hit snooze. Sometimes I'll hit snooze, but I do my best not to. I sit up, stretch real big, put my feet on the floor, and I'm feeling a little groggy. I'm feeling a little groggy. G-R-O-G-G-Y. Here's a fun word. Groggy. What is groggy? Groggy is that hazy feeling when you wake up and you're coming out of dreamland. And you're opening your eyes and becoming aware of the world around you. Groggy. When your brain's coming back to the regular world. And I often feel a little groggy in the morning. I feel a little groggy. And so what do I do? I head to the kitchen. I head to the kitchen because the kitchen has the fuel I need to get rid of the grogginess. And so I head to the kitchen. And notice I say head to the kitchen. Head is like the direction that I'm going in. Head to the kitchen. First thing I do in the kitchen is I put on some coffee. Oh, yeah, you got to get that coffee going. The smell of coffee beans alone, coffee grind, the smell that comes out, that just picks me up right off the bat. I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. Coffee's on its way. So I put on some coffee. Now, isn't that a great word there, put on some coffee? This doesn't mean that I'm pouring it on my head. What it means is I am brewing some coffee. As I mentioned, 
brewing coffee, preparing coffee, putting on some coffee. So if you ever go to someone's house and they say, I'm just going to go put on some coffee, I'll be right back. This does not mean that they're going to spill coffee on themselves to impress you. If somebody says, I'm going to go put on some coffee, it just means I'm going to prepare some coffee. Let's wake up a little bit, have a nice chat. Let's put on some coffee. So I put on some coffee, get that brew in. I got to get that cup of joe in me. Now, personally, I don't actually call it a cup of joe, but you'll hear this in movies and stuff sometimes, cup of joe. Cup of joe, that means a cup of coffee. Why do they call it Joe? Honestly, I'm not sure, and I'm going to leave that up to you to look into why they call it a cup of Joe. But I'll tell you what, a cup of Joe is a cup of coffee. And so I get that cup of Joe brewing, and what comes next? Well, I'm feeling a little hungry. Now, me, I'm the kind of guy who has to have breakfast in the morning. Have breakfast. Now, of course, we don't just have breakfast. We eat breakfast. But the word used often to describe this is have breakfast. Have you had breakfast yet? No, I haven't had breakfast. Had breakfast. And in my opinion, this it sounds more casual than saying eat breakfast, which is why I bring it to your attention right now. Have breakfast. And it's important for me to have breakfast because, like I said, I'm looking for the fuel to start my day. i got to take care of me. This is a little self-care time. And so I have breakfast. Now, what do I have for breakfast typically? I have a smoothie. I've talked about this a little bit in the past. Smoothies, that's my breakfast of choice. I prepare it the night before. I get all my fruits together. I put in some nuts. I put in some oats. I put in some honey. I fill it with water and I leave it in the fridge. Let it sit overnight. And then in the morning, I grab that blender out of the refrigerator I pop it down and I blend a smoothie. I press the button to make the blender spin. And I blend my smoothie. Mmm. And I have a smoothie for breakfast. So I blend a smoothie to have for breakfast. And I recommend this, by the way. Smoothies, try some out. Honest to God, try some out. This routine that I've got, it saves time and it ensures I'm getting my nutrients in the morning. So now I've had a smoothie, I got my cup of coffee, my cup of joe, had a few sips, coming to life, feeling pretty good, but what's that, what do I hear? Well, it's my dogs, and my dogs want to go outside, they got to take a pee, they got to take a pee, we all got to do that in the morning, I just skipped the details, but you could figure it out. We all do that. And the dogs, well, if you're like me and my culture, we let dogs stay inside the house. But this means that you must routinely take the dogs outside, let them have a pee and, you know, make their business. And so I'll have breakfast. The dogs are whining. They got to go for a quick pee. And so I say, come on, let's go. And they come downstairs, take them to the park. And we do a couple laps around the park, let them sniff around. Sometimes there's another dog. You know, they'll go play with the dog. But the point is, I get out in the fresh air, get to see the sunrise, nice little walk through the park in the morning. Nice way to start the day. Now after that, I'm energized, folks. We'll say that we're at around 6.30, 6.35 a.m. now. I started the day, 6 a.m., I had my coffee, smoothie, walked the dogs, now we're about 6.30, and I don't have my first class until 8 a.m. this day. 
will say. Well, next up, I will often take a morning jog. I like to take a morning jog, have a quick workout, maybe do some shadow boxing or some resistance training. Have a quick workout, take a jog, have a workout, take a jog. Great phrasal verbs to work with. You know, I'm not going to get into workout vocabulary today. Maybe I'll do that some other time in the future. After that workout, I got to get my things together for work. Suppose I work out 45 minutes, maybe an hour, and then I've got to get everything together for work. I've got to have a shower and brush my teeth and get dressed and groom myself. Groom myself. Groom my hair. There's another great word. Grooming. Personal grooming. Facial hair. I've got facial hair, and I gotta keep it nice and neat. I gotta take some time, look over my schedule, prepare mentally what I'm gonna do for the day. Gotta get my thoughts together, get everything together, and get ready for work. And then the next step, some folks head out to work, right? Some folks need to head out. Remember we headed to the kitchen before? Well, now we head out. This is the last part of the morning routine. You gotta head out to work. For me, I mean, I work from home. So I just get to work. Sometimes I got to get to work just writing. Maybe I get to work with a class. Like I said, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever time. I got to get to work. And that's how we end our morning routine. And we start the day. You know, from there, you get to work and you start your day. And so this is an episode for the early risers out there, the early birds. If you're someone who likes to get up early, take care of themselves, and then get to work, well, here are the words that you can use to best describe what you're doing. So practice these, folks. If it's the morning time right now, practice these. Maybe you've already done some of these things today. And you know what? Maybe some of these habits that I've spoken about today that I've developed over the last couple years, maybe some of these habits just don't apply to you. Maybe you're like, I don't have a dog. Or you just hate smoothies. You want to eat oatmeal or or cereal for breakfast. Whatever you like. Maybe you don't like coffee and you prefer tea. I don't know. But the point is, practicing this vocabulary will help you effortlessly describe your morning routine. Now, I'm going to attach all of this vocabulary along with this episode. So make sure that you check it out in there, take some notes, and don't hesitate to apply what you've learned. Now, this brings us to wrapping things up for today, folks. This has been a nice little episode, a nice opportunity for me to chat with you and make sure that you have the vocabulary necessary at your command to clearly describe regular tasks in spoken English. Thank you for your time today, and I've got just one more thing to mention for you, folks. This is serious business, serious business. On Udemy, there is a video course which is going to take your spoken English to a whole other level. People are learning sounds that they didn't know existed. And all because they purchased my fantastic four-hour-long video course on Udemy. Check out the link in the description. Learn all about this T sound and the different sounds that the letter T makes. And learn to command the American accent's rhythm and pronunciation. Now that's all that I've got for you for today, folks. This has been our quick lesson. It's been a pleasure to have the opportunity to share this with you. I'm working on getting back into a steady schedule for episodes in the future. 
I want to make sure that I keep on expanding and growing my student base and continuing to share this information with you fantastic people who are as interested in the American accent as I am. So, thank you very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. And I look forward to teaching you lesson after lesson after lesson in the days to come. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.